welcome to another episode of the Threefold Collective. I'm Jay Cruz. And I'm Julie Cruz. And this week, um, last last week we said at the end of it that we'd be playing a game this week. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of a game, but it's more like a... I, I, let me explain what I have here. So this is a deck of cards that I got off of Amazon. It is called Love Language. And basically it is... 101 questions they're random questions completely random some of some of it is about relationships some of it is about sex oh it's about there's different categories five different categories so what we're going to do family and we've uh, never seen these before never seen the questions so we don't know what's Mm -hmm. what's going to happen Uh, it's a couple questions uh, past and future questions family uh, individual sex and intimacy. Yeah. So those are the couple of different categories there are. So what we're going to do is we have a lot of questions from all of you, but I don't want to always do something that was pre thought out or pre planned. So okay. what happens is, is we get a question from somebody and we kind of talk it out and we think about it. Like how would we answer this question? But I think it would be really fun. Well, this could go really good. It could, it could go bad. <laughs> or it could go really bad because we haven't pre i haven't even looked at a single one of those yeah. questions so I, I looked at a few of them and some of them seem like really fun to like navigate oh. live Ooh. so um i will see. let you uh pick one of the cards so are we like whatever it is it doesn't matter what so it whatever is. it is are you answering it if i ask or are you no we are answering oh, the question okay got it okay mm-hmm. so this week you'll pick the first one and if it's a question that kind of like it's like a short yes or no answer. Of course, we'll try not to make it a yeah. yes or no answer. But if it is, we might do a second one. It's a game in theory, but it could turn well, into... Well, it also a, would be a really cool idea for couples to get this. Yeah, so what I will do is if, if you want this uh, conversation starter, basically, that's what it is. It is a conversation starter between you and your spouse or you and your significant other, whoever it may be. That's what this is. And... Um, I just want to show kind of what that we want to show what that looks like. Yeah. Uh, so because some you people want, have a hard time talking about things. So if you want this, uh, just leave a comment down in the comment section and we will make it available. I'll put the link. But if you don't want it, I won't put it. But if you do want it, comment below and we will put that there. So I guess it really depends on the questions, right? <laughs> You'll be like, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I encourage this regardless of how this turns out, bad or good. Mm hmm definitely encourage it because i do these things with julie yeah without the cards Mm -hmm. but cards makes it even more of a surprise so without further ado it's like a magic magic trick yeah julie's picking the card right now and she shall read it her great her expression (laughs) says it all um what's something you'd be embarrassed for me to know Wow. We're just diving right in. What is something I'd be embarrassed for you to know? After all this time. I think that. Wow. Okay. So we're going to get into this then. Oh, goodness. I think. (coughs) So one of the things I think we promised to all of you out there is that we are going to be as transparent as possible, as honest as possible, because relationships should be that way. And we are making ourselves available 
to you guys. <laughs> so I would say, um, when we were younger, for sure, I'm, I had to think about this for today, but I know for young, younger, for sure, I think a lot of guys deal with porn and even getting into marriage with you. I think guys think, so here's reality. A lot of guys out there deal with, deal with porn. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you're young and before you're married, you think when I get married, I'll have a, an outlet and all of this stuff will go away. I won't ever have to look at porn again. I don't have to um, relieve myself on my own. I will have an outlet. I have a wife to, to take care of that. Yeah. That is a lie. The problem with porn and the reason why it's an issue is because it's addictive. And what happens to you, you, you mess yourself up because now you have this um, view and this expectation of what, what that is and what it's supposed to be and something to compare it to, which you shouldn't be comparing it to that because it's, it's not reality. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think an embarrassing thing for me was when I, when I confessed to you when we were a lot younger and I said, Hey, I need your help. Mm-hmm. And guys like, man, if you trust your wife, if you have, if you want to develop a good relationship, if you want to see where she stands in terms of sticking by you, you got to kind of do the same thing. And I said, Julie, like, I'm serious. Uh, I have a problem. I need your help. And I need, need you to help me with this. And I, I confessed to her. I was embarrassed, but I had, I had to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. And do you, do you remember? I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I remember it. It was in the apartment, our very first apartment. Okay. I don't remember the exact time, but I know we had the conversation and I just told her. Hey. And I mean, I was a young, we, I mean, I got married at 21, probably pretty naive Christian girl. So him telling me this, I was like, what? Like, you're still having trouble with this? Like what? You yeah. know? So I think that was really shocking to me because I was like, wait, I don't, this is still a problem, you know, like not just a problem before we got married, but was still a problem during marriage. So that was hard for me to understand really. Yeah. People don't want to fight or have struggles or they want to hide and they want to uh, stay in the background of what reality is. And I think that when you confront it, it strengthens it and it lets your partner know how vulnerable you are and so the thing that you understood here's the thing that you did great in that situation you didn't take offense at it and say oh my gosh yeah how could you do this to me yeah and all those things because i was coming to you as real as possible and telling you hey i've struggled with something i want to change and i need your help which is different than maybe finding out because you caught someone or it's it's different that you had the i mean for me even then it felt different because you that's, that's hard. To, that is embarrassing. It's hard. It's yeah. hard to admit um, that you had struggled with that. So it was definitely new territory for me. And you were like, you need to help me keep, keep me accountable. And I'm like, how do I? So <laughs> I remember ha- asking you like, well, what does that look like? What, how would that help you? What, what, what could I do that could help you? So. And what, what were, where did we like decide? Like what were the steps that we decided? I, I remember saying this much. I said, I am giving you access to ask me at any time. Hey, are you still struggling with this? Mm-hmm. Obviously to pray for me, 
But then I think the other part was um, in the beginning of our marriage. Man, this is a this is a, That's rough a hard one. one. I don't know. In the beginning of our marriage, I think this is also what happens is uh, when you first come together, like before marriage, especially with Christians, and they're trying to uh, abstain from sex before marriage. Everything will happen for you to be tempted to do it. Yeah. Satan tries to destroy what you have, what you have by trying to get you in bed before marriage. And then once you get married, he does everything he can do to try and keep you out of the bed mm-hmm. and to create a division mm-hmm. in my mind, because we were so physically attracted to each other before marriage. I'm like, man, once we get married, man, whoo, I'm going to be in for it. I'm going to be like worn out. Like, oh you know, my God. Just, <laughs> just, yeah. You know, that was my, it, it wasn't a stupid assumption. It was just a naive assumption. Yeah. And when that didn't happen and it was like, man, it's been four days. Yeah. Oh, I got a headache. I'm tired. You know, that kind of thing. Um, it was hard for me in the beginning. I mean, if we're really diving in there. Okay. What do you mean? I mean, I. Don't get. Like, do we really have to? Oh, I just. Okay. I guess we'll put like a rated PG uh, thing before this. I'm like, we should pick another card. No, I, we're like I said, it could either be really good or it could be really oh, bad. Man. And we're going to talk about whatever it is. Well, I think for me, like just the things that you were saying as a Christian girl, trying to be pure as a kid and then getting married and all of a sudden having all these like you know, like responsibilities in the bedroom, it was different, like, and hard for me. And it physically hurt me for a long time. And so I didn't want to do it Mm. that often. And he didn't understand that. You didn't understand that. And so I think that was a struggle for us. And we had to really get through that part. And then you were confessing this to me. And then, so I think that's part of the reason why I had understanding at the time, because I'm like, okay, well, it is my, I mean, it is my responsibility. Sounds bad. I don't know. Um, I think when you, so yeah, you're correct. It is like a marital duty, right? Oh, this is- I know it sounds bad, but if you, if you don't. You couldn't get it from anyone else. So, and I was having a hard time with it. So I can't, not that I'm saying that pornography and all that is an okay thing but I'm saying I think for me where I was sitting there like yes I was shocked but then I was like okay well what are we gonna do now you know I thought you were almost gonna say like well so I don't have to deal with it yet do like deal with porn oh really thought you thought your, no I oh thought that, no that's what you were just about to say I and said, I was like no well, I've never heard that from you that's new no okay yeah so like just what I'm saying is it is a duty but if here's the thing if your husband is loving you the way that he should, he should love you you want to do it um not as a marital <laughs> duty but like you want to do it out of like love for them even if it's not like the the desire to do it you still want to serve and take care of them yeah and i still did yeah even if yeah, but oh lord, you I guys mean, are real a, getting that really yeah. getting to know us, man. This goes into like a whole different subject, but the whole point is, um, that was the embarrassing thing for like for me, and you navigate. I think you navigated it really well, and it it was the best outcome I think that I could have expected. I think 
it's because I brought it to you and I brought it to you in seriousness. And I was like, this is what I'm dealing with. and I need your help. Yeah. And you weren't flipping about it. Like, I think a lot of times most guys are like, what? Everyone d- deals with it. So what's the big deal? Yeah. But you didn't make it a small deal. You were like, this is a big deal. I need help. Yeah. And it, that's not to say that it was like that one and done. You know, no. like you confess and now we're finished with that problem. It wasn't like that. Yeah. I, I'll say something else that's honest. Like y'all going to get like some, some honesty out here. But for some reason I thought that things that I bought, like my wife didn't see them. And Oh my gosh. We're really, do you, you yes. remember this? Okay. Like I said, the whole point of this is for us to be honest and for people to start like talking about the things, talking about the things. Cause people keep it quiet and they think they have to be perfect and they have to like, I'm talking about what I've been delivered from and what God has changed yeah. in my life. So that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And for people to think that, not that it's normal, I don't want anybody to think that these things are normal. What I want them to think is no matter what I've been through, I can, God can bring me through that and bring me and sanctify me and make me better. That's the point. It has nothing to, I, I don't care at this point because I want to help people. So can I, can I say the story? <laughs> it's on me. It's okay. not on you. So anyways, I was buying something on eBay. It was eBay. It had to be eBay. They didn't have Amazon at the time. Yeah, they didn't have Amazon. So it was on eBay. It was basically a, a, a porn movie. It's really stupid. But we were sharing the same account. I don't know why I thought that she wouldn't see it. And uh, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, oh, I'm going to catch it before she comes to the door. And she's not going to see it. But, like, it, it was in there. And you did exactly what I told you to do. You confronted me about it. And I don't even know if this was before or after. I think that was before I confessed to you that I had a problem. Hmm. I don't remember the, the series of yeah, events. We've been married so long. But yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. I don't. Feel and like even when I have like confronted you about it, sometimes it's been embarrassing for you. And like, you don't want to admit that it's actually been still a problem. Not anytime recent, but. Yeah. No, not anytime. I'd say, so we've been married almost 17 years, 16 in, it'll be mm-hmm. a half in February. Mm-hmm. Oh, 16 and a half in like a seven days. days. Yeah. Um, the first eight years of our marriage, no, the first one year was great. The second year was tough. The seventh and eighth year were the worst. The worst. But nine through today have been pretty, like, multiplicatively i'm not sure what the word i'm trying to look for better from year to year yeah and it's because of stuff like that though like us being open with each other us trying to improve each other and improve our marriage fighting for each other instead of against each other fighting for our marriage instead of in our marriage so new question no oh no i put it i put it out there so i don't even know you're asking me now yeah, so let me ask you the question. The question is, what's something you'd be embarrassed for me to know? Or even previously know? Like, it, uh, recently it's hard because we share so much. Yeah. So there's nothing today that it's like, you know everything. It's not like I'm going to tell you something new. It's not like you can tell me something new. Yeah. So. I think for me, so it's not, it's not a, um, it's an, a known fact that I've struggled with my weight. Um. And I think when I was at my largest, uh, you were working a lot and I was not working at all. 
And I would go get like fast food and eat it in the car. And and I would throw it away before I got home. That's embarrassing. You I told, did? I told you about that. You did? When did you tell me that? I told you that before I was going to go on The Biggest Loser. <laughs> Oh, this oh, the plot yeah, thickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did tell me that. I mean, it wasn't like uh, all the time, but like that's embarrassing that I would even feel like I had to hide it, you know. So, I don't feel like that's been a problem for a long time, but, um, yeah. When I would watch that show and somebody's testimony of their weight gain was that I, I would watch it like, man, that is crazy. I know. Like, how can someone do that? Yeah. And apparently. Yeah, it's me. Apparently it was. Um, I think that, like, so this game, which could be really not that fun. I don't recommend everybody do it on a podcast, that's for sure. Yeah. I do think, though, that everybody should uh, do something like this because it brings up stuff that you wouldn't bring up either in normal conversation or that you wouldn't think to talk about that you could work through. And I know some of the other questions are, are great questions that have to do with family. Like what is the one parent that is most annoying or like, yeah, we just decided to dive right in. Yeah. I'm the one who picked that card. I think it's cool. I personally like it. I think that is something that all couples should do and questions they should navigate so that when it does come up, there's no surprises. There shouldn't be any surprises between you and your spouse. There shouldn't be. Yeah, that's when I first read it. I was like, uh, what is there to be embarrassed about? Like presently? Oh, I guess I have bigger ones I could be embarrassed about. If you're willing to share, I'm not going to make you share anything. It just came to my mind. <laughs> okay. It was probably on your mind. Nope. No, you didn't have anything? Mm-mm. No, I don't want to go into it right now. I think our, one of our deals was... If you're going to think it in your mind and you don't want to say it, you should never say it because now people are like, okay, what is that going to be? Oh, I know. So you can't do that. You're not allowed to. So I'm not forcing you, but I'm encouraging you. (sighs) Okay. So people see us now and they see like the success of my businesses and they see the success of our marriage and they see the success that we've gone through. Right. But I, I think the part that people don't see and the part that I hid from Jay for a long time is our finances. Oh, what were you thinking? I was going to say, you're like, like, what is it? I'm like, was our finances. And I think because he worked so hard for us, I didn't want him to know that like the money that he was making wasn't covering all of our bills. And so instead of telling him that because I didn't want to hurt him, Instead of saying that, I instead put us in debt and I would put groceries and gas and anything on a credit card. And he didn't even know that it was happening. And I remember the day when I confessed it to him. Like, I mean, you guys, it was making me nauseous. I was sick. I was like physically sick. I was not getting any sleep because I was just so scared to tell him because it had, I I mean, it had been a while, like a few years that things were happening. And so it was a lot of money. <laughs> I don't know. Should I how say much, how much was it? It was like $25,000 <laughs> and I had nothing to show for it. Like it wasn't like I, uh, 
was had spent $25,000 on um, a car or something significant to be in debt for. It was on small grocery bills and things that we actually needed for the house, which looking back, I'm like, why was I scared to tell him that? Um, but I remember the night that I finally did confess it and it was really hard and embarrassing. And I've spent a lot of time working and I feel like it's, it's cool for me because I know that it was a family debt, right? Like it was something, well, I was, I was doing it for the family in my own head anyway. Okay. I was doing it for the family. It wasn't like I was splurging on things for myself. I really wasn't. Um, Julie's not a big spender on herself. Yeah. Just uh, throwing that out there. Yeah. She's not. I am. She is a nickel and dimer. I am. And I am a, I'm going to spend a lot of money at one time type yeah. of person. But I yeah. will not nickel and dime myself. Yeah. So it was a lot of those smaller things that kind of added up. And then um, it just, you know, before I knew it, when I added it up that night, when I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't, I have to tell him, you know. And uh, when I added it all up and it was like $25,000. And listen, I know that people are probably listening and thinking, oh, I have way more debt than that. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not that big of a deal. But for me, that was a big deal because I was hiding it. Mm -hmm. I was hiding it from him and I never wanted him to know about it. And so that's where it got, that's where it was hard because it was me embarrassed and then it got so out of control that I couldn't even rein it back in. It wasn't something like, cause I kept thinking, Oh, I can just make it, I can, I can make it up later. And debt is not like that. And so for me with color street and being able to see success with color street, I have been able to pay that debt off. And it, it means a lot to me that I, you know, I know it was like I said, a family debt kind of thing. Like it, I used it for getting us by, but um, it felt good for me to be the one who actually put the work in and paid that off and that I paid the debts off instead of, you know, pretending that they weren't there. So that for me has been really a really good thing. And I think sometimes people think or they see me in my in this business and they're like, well, how can she relate to where I'm at? Uh, I'm in debt and I, we're struggling. It's like, no, we have we've been there. We've been there when the, the, you know, the bills are higher than what you're making and you have to figure out a way. Here's the, here's the lesson in that because people are probably going to ask how in the world were you able to do that without me knowing Yeah. at my job, I dealt with finances all day long. So I left kind of left it up to Julie to take care of those things because I didn't want to do the same thing when I came home and, and deal with all those things. And she was the house manager. I should have known better. Because when I married her, she was in eighth grand debt and I was in zero debt uh, when we married yeah. each other. Credit cards and me just don't mix. I've told him from this, from that moment on, when I confess, I'm like, I do not want to have another credit card in my name ever. <laughs> Here is the amazing thing, though. The amazing thing is confession and then turning from whatever the issue is. We stopped spending using credit cards. I think, yeah, we did. We that day on stopped using credit cards. Altogether. Like if we don't have the money for it, we don't buy it. And that yeah. I think is a big lesson for me. And it wasn't like I was intentionally putting us in debt. It was just, it just nickel and dime dust. It was like the, well, the water bill needs to be paid. I, I don't have it. So 
you know, it was like those things. And I didn't want him to go without. So whenever he would want something, I'm like, sure, go ahead. But saying yes, knowing full well, we don't have the money for it. Like the whole time. It sounds so stupid now, but yeah. So I've learned, you know, I've learned a lot of lessons. You're, you're, but you're putting this on yourself. Mm -hmm. It wasn't your fault. Totally. It was also my fault because I'm sitting there saying, Hey, just do it. And like, just take care of the finances, which is for some people. Yes. They might be better at doing things like, yeah, I'm better at managing it, but you should never do anything in your marriage separate is the point. Yeah. I mean, you didn't even look, he didn't. He didn't, I, I don't even think so much. he had logins to our bank account. I don't think he ever looked. No. He literally swiped his card wherever he wanted and he never worried about it. And I was the one on the other end stressing out of my mind every time. Like, I'm, I'm going to go here and buy this. And I'm like, how am I going to get him the money? You know, like, and it was me, like literally stressing out all the time. Like, you didn't know what it was like. So you just swiped and I'm like, how am I going to do it? And so for me, I should have been vocal about that. And said, no, like, no, you can't. I'm sorry, we don't have the money. But I never said that. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at saying, no, you can't do something in our marriage. And so. In our marriage. Well, in finances anyway. Mm -hmm. If you want something, I'm like, sure. Yeah. Why not? But anyway, so for me, that was a big lesson for me. And I remember uh, I was just, you know, it was embarrassing. And I tried to come up with a plan to figure out how to do it. And at the time, like the plan involved trying to pay it back, but there was no money to be able to pay it back. So I'm just really thankful for the position that we're in now that I'm able to take care of that and not stress and not have credit cards. Yeah. It doesn't matter the amount of money that you make though, because the amount of money that you make is irrelevant. I think we talked about this last week because you can make all the money in the world, have a bad attitude or have poor management skills of what you have. Like you just got to live within whatever your means is. So whatever you have, you got to live within it and not basically just don't have credit cards. Yeah. I mean, certainly some people think credit cards are great and I'm sure the financial gurus can tell you like ways. Oh, build credit. Yeah. Credit and having, um, you know, rewards and points for miles and all of that stuff is like, wait, but for me, I've already said this and I tell Jay all the time, like, I don't want to have credit cards ever. I don't want one <laughs> like, because I know who I know that I've gotten in trouble with them in in the past and I don't want to be back in that spot because I don't want that pressure and I don't want that guilt every single day. So it was really embarrassing for me to, to go through that, but we are human and we have done, I'm sure, you know, a lot of other couples have gone through these things. So yeah. And that's why we're talking about it. Yeah. So I think that even though we were maybe anxious about doing the questions, I think it turned out well. Yeah. I keep looking at you like, are we really, yeah, doing we'll, this right we'll, now. This is probably not the worst. We'll come back around to it. So we'll answer some of the questions that you guys have had. If you have any questions in the comments within any of these videos on YouTube or whether it be on whatever podcast format that you are listening to and you put comments down there, we'll answer whatever questions that you might have. And when we don't, we're going to ask one of these randos questions for you guys next week. What are we talking about, Julie? Next week, we're going to be talking about, what was that quite the? We're going to be talking about how direct sales or multi-level marketing will ruin your marriage. Shocking off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you guys for listening. Bye. See ya. Bye.